We are teaching on vision and visualization. And specifically for me, I'll focus on visualization. Vision and visualization. January is usually our vision month as we start. And maybe as an individual, you look at your life and you're asking yourself, what will I achieve at the end of the year? I look back into 2017 as a pastor, as a leader, as a father, as a husband, as just an individual. There are things I have planned to do and the things have not come to pass. But I miss the things I wanted to achieve. There is a lot of things I have achieved. There is a lot of things the church has achieved. And I am forwarding, I'm bringing forward the things that have not come to pass, that I'm still working on, that are still a project uh, from 2017 to 2018. And today I want to challenge you specifically on the part of vision and visualization the things that you see. And this is very critical because things that you see has a tendency to manifest regardless of what is it that you see. And most of the time, some of us don't see right. And that is why the words we speak, there is a teaching that we do every Monday uh, uh, for the new people of the words of our mouths. The things that you speak guide and direct where you will end up. Most of the time as you speak, you are, you are directing yourself. So we are talking about uh, a vision and visualization. So I want you to understand this part. God speaks in pictures. Can you speak to your neighbor? God speaks in pictures. And tell your neighbor, we speak in pictures. And we see in pictures. I take it is a first service, so you are still coming out of your deep, long holiday sleep. Can you tell your neighbor... God speaks in pictures. And we see in pictures. And speak in pictures. Praise the Lord. So my, my challenge to you is specifically this part that God, or all of us as humans, we, we speak and see in pictures. Can we go together to the book of Numbers chapter 12? Verse 6, Numbers 12, verse 6. We're talking about visualization, vision and visualization. The things you see have a tendency to come to pass. Praise the Lord. Job made a very profound statement. He says, that which I feared has come to pass. In other words, his visualization, the things that he saw, he was always concerned about failure, sin of his children, their inability to, to satisfy and please God. And at the end of his life, and, and when these things started to happen, he came back and he said, the things that I feared has happened to me. In other words, he visualized, saw this thing coming, and all his work was to try and prevent this. Can we go together to Numbers chapter 12, verse 6? says, then he said, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. Hallelujah. Now here the Lord is telling us, God speaks to us. There are many ways that God speaks, but I want us to focus on the part where God speaks to us in a dream. And he says here, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. So, God speaks to us in a dream. Sometimes we think a dream 
is when you are asleep and possibly to a greater extent, yes, when we are asleep, we dream. We see pictures. We see things that are happening. And some of them are a caution or a, a, a consciousness that wakes us to some reality. Some dreams are so real that when you wake up, it's like this thing has just happened. And sometimes there is even physical manifestation that you were engaged in something real. And we do have a dream. We do have a vision, which is something that we conceive within our spirit. We get convicted because of the impact of the, this dream or the concerns that we have in our hearts. And here the Lord says, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. He says, hear my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. So most of us, God has spoken to us. And this is how God speaks. And this is how we relate. Uh, even naturally, we think and imagine and remember in terms of vision and images. That is why most of the time, you ask people, did you dream last night? Most people will say, I dreamt nothing. That's not true. When you ask people, somebody says, yeah, I dreamt, but I don't remember the dream. What, is, what, what if it was the dream for your life? <laughs> part, part of it, we have lost the ability to recall. But in everything that we do, we think, we imagine, we remember in terms of vision and images. Don't forget, our focus is visualization. Why is it important that the things that we see and the, the, the focus that we give to ourselves, that the thing may manifest? We speak and see through pictures and visuals. Can you tell your neighbor? We speak and see through pictures and visuals. Yeah. I don't know for women, but as a man, uh, we think that way. To be attracted is visuals. We, we see, get drawn in, uh, ponder upon the thing, and then start to want the thing to manifest. Start to want the thing to manifest. I can give you my, my picture as a 20 or so year old young man at the university and the vision I had about my life. And I started writing things down. I said, at this age, I should do my, my honors. At this age, I should do my master's. And then at this age, I will get married. So I, I saw that picture. And when that picture they didn't happen the way I wanted, I had plan B. And I went back to my plan B and I said, plan B, if this cannot happen, I'm turning it upside down. I'll get married, then I'll push these other things while I'm, 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 I'm married. And therefore, the things I saw, they tend to fall into place and they came to pass as I saw them. And this is the challenge that I want to give to you to say we see in pictures. Now, I want you to understand this, this statement I'm going to make. It's still introduction. Failure of most of us is that we cannot visualize or see our, our dreams, our vision in pictures. I'm sure you have heard me talk about a dream book. If you don't have it, I'll encourage you to have it. And sometimes you outgrow the dream book because you have better, greater things. But 
Failure to visualize. If, if you are going to build a house, you must visualize it. If you are walking in and somebody's building your house, you must be able immediately to see mistakes. Even though you have never gone to bricklaying, you must be able to know this is the dimension. This is, that's, you, you, you have to absorb the picture. So as the year starts, I want you to have something that you are going to write down that you see in pictures about your life, which I think most of the time we think, see in pictures, except that most, some people are unable to visualize. They are unable to see the end of the beginning of the things that they are doing. So failure of most of us is that we cannot visualize or see the end of where we are going. God spoke to Abraham through pictures to make sense of his world. And I can speak Abraham, I can speak Jacob, I can speak every other person that God has used. God has always used things they can see, firstly with their eye, secondly they could visualize it and to make it to come to pass. So even yourself, as the year starts, I want you, as you, you will make those commitments, there are a lot of people who will tell you this thing of resolution doesn't work. Maybe to them it's true. But for me, truth be told, every year we go, we, we gather as a church, we write down what are the things we want to see happen. And some of the things that we have written, they, they grow beyond the initial thought or picture or idea we had. So I want to give you the encouragement that do not allow, the fact that you failed before, the fact that others will say, I'm going to gym, and then by March they've even forgotten, paid for the whole year, and have forgotten because the gym forces people to pay for the whole year. Now, because of that, then you're going to say it doesn't work. No, that's not true. You, you have to see, the great, there must be a greater motivation, a greater reason for me to do what I do. So God speaks in pictures. God has a plan for your life. And the plan for your life is the church. Most of the time, people look at the many things they do and they think this that I'm doing is great. And maybe it's true to, to go and sit behind the computer and produce some powerful graphics and all of that. I think it has significance for your daily bread and butter issues. But I don't think it has much eternal value. And therefore, in our graphic design or whatever that we are doing, should fulfill the greater picture, should enable you to fulfill a greater picture. If the only thing that you are living for, or currently what is before you, is just to be married, to have children, then your worldview is very small. It's very, very small. If your only target is to be married, then you don't see too far. Because if that is the case, then you will be very miserable after you get married. You can ask those who are married. Ask them. No, ask those who are married. They will tell you that it's not what you thought. We, we, we glamorize it, and that's true. To some extent, it's true. But the reality of it is that your life cannot just revolve around these little things that gives a little bit of meaning. But the greater purpose and plan of, for God is that Every family should fulfill the greater call. And today as a people, the greatest call that God has given to us, our fulfillment, is to serve God and serve others, not ourselves. Genesis 13, verse 14 to 16, and says, And the Lord said to Abraham, 
After Lord has separated from him, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you say I give to you and your descendant forever. Now you can see here, God is saying to Abraham, he says, oh, I'll give you the world and all of that. He starts with him from where at the point where he is. He's showing him a very small portion. He says, look to the south. How far can your eyes see? Look to the, to the north. Look to the east. Look to the west. And he says, all that you see, I will give to you. I will tell you the story that we had when we were growing up. My, my grandparents, my grandfather went to the war. And he says, when, when they came back from the war, they were not rewarded, but the white people were given land. They said to them, you can get land. They showed them a, a, a portion, and they said, they, they will, some of them ride on a horse. They make a fire here, ride on the horse, until the fire, the smoke is too small. Then they make another fire, which is the, the, the point of their farm. And they run again with the horse to the other end, make another big fire, another big fire, then where the point where the fire has been burning, that becomes part of their farm. And when you look at it, fine, when God was speaking to Abraham, he says, I want you to look far and wide. Was Abraham able to conquer the land? No. If you read it very well, the Bible says, Abraham will go to a specific place, start an altar, pray to the Lord. And just the same way. When you look at it, it looked impossible. The things we are talking about today, they look impossible. Give them five years. Give them ten years. Give them fifty years. You will be shocked. For people who are passing through our church, live long. Live long. Pass through our church, live long. Five years, more. Live another five years. Live another ten years. You won't recognize our church. That's for sure. Because where, when God says, look, your, your, your natural side will see what is natural. But there is something supernatural that is hidden. That's why I say it's very important for you to see, to be able to visualize where God is taking you. Don't look at the boy from the point of, he's an engineer, he's working, he's going to provide more money for me, I'll be very comfortable. Then you are too weak. You can't see properly. Greatness is embodied in simple things. You can, look, you can look at the thing and think it has no significance. You can look at the end, end outside and say it has no significance. Let all the ends die. You will see we will suffer. The world as we know it will change because they play a major role in the ecosystem. Am I talking to somebody? So God said to Abraham, I want you to look. So even this morning, I want you to look within your heart what are the things that God wants me to do? But I want, I've already given you a clue that the plan for God for your life is the church. If God left heaven, came down on earth, it must be very significant. My fulfillment, my greatness, my awakening, the greater things I'm doing, had I not been in the church, I think I'll still be great. Business-wise, I was doing well. I think I was able to pay all my bills I, I didn't owe anything much except my house at the time when I was working for myself. And I was a person. When I get the money, I put all the money in the house. So I owed very little. Even when, I, when the Lord spoke to me about coming to church, I said, I will come. Is it frustrating? To some extent, yes. But I want you to have an understanding that God said to him, I want you to look 
Look to the west, look to the east, look to the south, look to the north, because God wanted him to see something greater. Today, the Bible teaches us that we are the spiritual sons of Abraham. So, if you looked at it from the natural, you will, feel the, you will fail to see the bigger picture. Am I talking to somebody? It says, and I will make your descendant as the dust of the earth. Now, think about it. God is speaking to him for Abraham to comprehend how God is going to make him great. He says, I'll make you as the sand. You can go outside, get just a bit of sand in your head, and try and count it. He says, I'll make you as the dust of the earth. I don't know if you've seen the dust storm. Many years ago, the Sahara, just not far from where we are, uh, there was a dust storm. SAA, South African uh, Airways, had to be grounded, and most of the airplanes had to be grounded because they could not fly because of the particles of sand that were flying in the sky. That's how effective. When you look at dust, you'll think, ah, it's, it's insignificant. But its effect, and here God was saying to him, I want you to see, you will have as many sons. Now, from the point of a natural, Abraham could not have children out of his own strength. It doesn't matter how hard he tried, he couldn't have children. And even when he had children, he only, in a true sense, Abraham had about 10 sons, 10 children. Read your Bible. We know of Isaac, the son of the promise. We can keep Isaac and speak about Isaac because we come through that lineage. But Abraham had Ishmael. And he had other eight sons with Keturah, the African woman. Do you know? Yes. But even if there were 10 or 100 children, he couldn't be like the dust of the earth unless God meant something spiritual. And today, all of us will say, Abraham's blessings are mine. Because Abraham first has to see in pictures. So to visualize is very important for you as the year starts to say, these are the plans I have. You have to visualize and see it. Before we build the house, we draw a plan of it. So don't believe these people who are writing over Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere, this thing doesn't work. No, it doesn't work for them. But for all those who succeed in life, they have a, what we call blueprint. This building has a, its own plan. I can draw it and show it to you. This is a building. It's complex. They put electrical uh, plan. They, I mean, there's a lot, about seven plans for one building. One is for water. One is for the structure. I mean, the many other things that the building, before they build it, the things that are needed by the local government. And this is the challenge I want to give to you to say, unless the blueprint is built and you are able to visualize it, it's never going to realize. As a young woman, I gave a story of one of our young person. Um, she's, she's still with us. Uh, she said to me, Pastor, I'm going to get married by the end of the year. I asked her, do you have a boyfriend? You have a beloved. She looked at me and laughed and said, I have nothing. And recently after I said the story, uh, I remember, so I went back to her not long, last year. And I said, by the way, how did it happen that you made that statement? And he says, things were brewing. I could see. I could visualize that I'm at that age where I've become a center of attraction. And I've already made up my mind, if this thing comes my way, I'm getting married. You know, some women, even though they are a center of attraction, they cannot visualize themselves with, other, with another person. And this is why they will always say no. 
because they can't see too far. They are, they are looking. What they see is a very tiny, small part because to them, they want to find the complete picture. They want to, I mean, I've heard people say, oh, it would be very nice for this, uh, to get a husband like you. I say, it's a, it took about 29 years to, for me to come to where I am. To be this nice guy, <laughs> it has taken quite a lot of work. And it's still a lot of work because there are things, wildness, all of us are still wild. Every day, we have to make the decision to comply or to follow. Am I talking to somebody? I hope I've made sense. Okay, now we have five points about visualization and vision, the ability to see. If you don't have a blueprint, if you are not going to make the decision, this is where, uh, you know, when I wrote down, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. One thing I knew as a young boy when I was growing up is that I was going to be a pastor. And when I was 27, I was very excited about it. And the Holy Spirit reminded me of that commitment. You said you will be a pastor. Do you remember? When I was excited, I was making money, and I was starting to calculate how much money I'm going to make for myself. And the Holy Spirit says, remember, you said you will be a pastor. And there was no argument. I said to the Lord, give me the two to three years to close up all my things. And at 30, I'm coming. And that's exactly what I did. By that time, I've already bought a house. I've already made the decision, uh, I'm coming to the city and so forth. So, then I had to close most of the things. I had to stop the things that I enjoyed and then said, yes, I'll come to church. I will, I will, I will follow and come through. If I look back to it in my age today, I say, that was crazy. It was one of the wildest things I did. But has it come to pass? Yes. Was I able to visualize? Yes. In a sense, I, I can tell you each and every visitation how I understood. There are texts I got, how I understood how God works. And that's what I'm saying. If you stay long enough, and if you live long enough, live another five years. Live another ten years. There are people when we started, they, they thought we, we are playing. Today, they've recognized uh, there's no play here. This is serious. And, and so you are having a queue of people saying, we want to know and learn what you are doing. And that is very enlightening. So we are entering into another level. But I want you to understand, you have to have a blueprint. You have to visualize your life. Don't forget, if your life is outside the work of God, chances are that it's going to crash and fail. Whatever that you do, that doesn't encompass the advancement of the kingdom of heaven. It doesn't matter what business you do. The money will dry up one day. You might have to change and start afresh. And you will not be the first one. Many others have been in the same flow. Okay, five things. Naturally, dreaming is predominantly through visuals. So we communicate through dreams and visions. Number one, let the Lord be your resolution and vision for 2018. Make the decision. I'm going. You see, when you say to somebody, come to sell, they can't see because they cannot visualize where they will end up. They see it as a, as a disturbance to their freedom. They see it as a hindrance to the many other things because they do not want to follow. Who's going to follow you if you cannot sit down and follow yourself? So make the decision. 
All the things, if God came by himself in the form of a man, lived on earth, then the church must be a very powerful, dominant vision that God has. So your life, in all that you do, should be focusing and be building itself around that. So 2018, make the decision because... When the vision of God succeeds, the book of Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his righteous, and all these things will be added unto you. What, what is it that you are looking for? All. All the things you are looking for, they're already there in the vision of God. Hallelujah. So we say, let the Lord be your resolution and vision for 2018. God chooses true dreams and visions. Make, make it very clear. David was chosen by the prophet, because David had a totally different understanding. Psalm 89 verse 19 says, Then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One and said, I've given help to one who is mighty. I've exalted one chosen from the people. Hallelujah. You have to dream, and you have to be part of the dream of God, which is his church. I've seen people fail because the church is never part of their dream. They've worked hard. I can give you friends I went to school with, liquidated, lost everything. They look like small boys, frustrated. You know, when you reach a certain age, certain things are no longer coming easy. Yeah. Most men, they don't know. Uh, should you lose your job after 45, 50, you are not going to get it again. You might not be employed. And then your value is going to deteriorate. You should be very, very blessed to marry a very strong, godly woman. If your wife is not godly, she's going to divorce you. She's going to tell you, fare thee well. God bless you, stupid, foolish man. You can't find a job. Your, your people of your age are working. They are doing whatever. And part of it is because in your plans, God was never part of your plan. The plan of God always unfolds as, as we grow. There is much more that God will give to you if you were to make a decision. My vision and my passion is to make sure that we advance the work of the kingdom. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So make up your mind in that regard. The dream is to seek first his righteousness. Jesus is our dream and vision. Can you say it to your neighbor, Jesus? Say it again, Jesus is our dream and vision. Yes. Let Jesus be your only plan and your only resolution in 2018. If you do that, all your things will fall into place. If God is not part of your plan, I've heard people say, oh, I've got my own plans, I've got my own thing, and I say, fine, run with your plans, we'll see how far you run. And most people run with their plans and later discover uh, working for food and water, it's not worth a while. Don't forget, anyone who's working is working for two things. In that sense, there are three because we read the scripture. It's water. God says, I will bless your bread, I'll bless your water, and I'll give you good health. These things you have already even before you started working. You have them. So for somebody to start working, the day you start to work, to think you can build a 10, 10 20, a room, mansion, and that becomes your dream and your vision. You, you are working for things that other people don't work for. To eat, the Bible says, look at the best of the air. 
They never toil nor spin, but they do what? They eat. They have enough. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you get me. Are you flowing? <laughs> Listen, working for the things you are working for is not worth it. If, if the only thing that you are thinking, you are not sleeping. I was saying to somebody during the holidays, think about it this way. All you have is loans that you have to service. And that's your vision. All is what you have is loans you have to service. You wake up in the morning, you come home late. It's the verse, by the way. Yeah? You wake up in the morning and you sleep up late and you eat the bread of sorrows. And after you have worked for 65 years, for, for 60 years in South Africa, after you have worked, and when you turn 60, you realize we have been paid off your house. Whatever money that is paid, you have to sell your house and whatever and move to something smaller. Something that you were supposed to do in the first place. So that you can live a great life. I pray you hear what I'm saying. You look to be far. You look not to get it. But, but my, my, my take is, some of the things we are focusing and giving our strength to is an illusion. Is what? An illusion. Okay, number two. Dreams gives purpose and divine guidance and direction. So Jesus is our dream and our purpose because Jesus gives us direction. Amen. So we say dreams gives purpose and divine guidance. Proverbs 29 verse 18 says, Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. So my challenge to you is be part of the plan and the call of God. Make the decision. If you are blind, I'm going to work with those that seem to see. Let God be your plan. Let God be your plan. Plan to serve and give your strength to the work for God. Make a decision to work with God and, and serve him faithfully. Proverbs 19.21 There are many plans in men's hearts. Nevertheless, the lost counsel that will stand. After you have labored and worked for many years, it's only the plans of God that will stand. Don't forget, we said, it, was, it is already proven that those who work for themselves, only 4% of people who have bonds will own their house. Anyone who has taken a loan to buy a house, only 4% of them, when you turn 60, or otherwise your house might be taken. The, the system already knows there are very few people who can work for 20 years non-stop. You're too quiet. Tell your neighbor, you're too quiet. I take it you are digesting, isn't it? Number three. Jesus is the vision that is given that all men may come to the knowledge of God. Jesus is the vision that is given that all men may come to the knowledge of God. The vision has already been given. You do not need to have any other plan but God's plan. Yeah, in, in your plans as you build, I'm trying to say to our young people, don't go for the big house. No, I say don't go for the big house. Don't take the biggest loan. Build, build or get the, the smallest house you can live in. And learn, learn to live in contentment in the little that you have. And the much... The extra resources you, you get, let them set you free to do the things you will want to do. Hallelujah. Yes. Some of you, 
the laws you have, you can't be free. There isn't much you can do. Because if your plan is to take another loan this year, I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm getting a house of three million. So you owe the bank five million. You are not rich, you are poor. Five million is bigger than a person who's staying in Mushengu. The person staying in Mushengu is better than you. I know the system of the world, they have told you, he who's, who stays in Mushengu have paid full price. Am I told somebody? So Jesus is the vision. Let, let everything that you do, the vision has already been given. The book of Hosea, uh, chapter 12, verse 10 says, I have also spoken by the prophets, and I take it, I'm prophesying to you today. It says, I've also spoken by a prophet, and I've multiplied visions. I've given symbols through the witness of the prophet. I've given symbols through the witness of the prophet. When you look at your life, it might look like, oh, everybody's moving forward. But truth be told, people are not moving forward. They are being distracted. If all that you do is to pay debts, then you, are, you have not started to live. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. It says, I have given symbols through the witness of a prophet. Most of us fail because we fail to visualize the beginning to the end. The fact that somebody's paying so much money for the house. Most of the houses that we stay in, they are overpriced. You, you could have the house for less. And who said you need to stay where they say is top market? Ask your neighbor, who said you need to stay where they say it's top market? Who have made it to be top? Hey, you are too quiet. Somebody, somebody is benefiting. We are working for the system of the world. We are working for the bank. The bank is making everybody else work for them. If you are going to be having loans, then you can't serve the Lord faithfully. Because you're going to work for the bank, the rest of, yes, your parents work for the bank, everybody, the bank will give, I mean, I was watching on TV, they are saying, uh, and then they say, take a loan, you know, uh, now it's, possibly by next week, they'll be talking about student loans, take 200,000 for a student loan. Reduce your lifestyle, as a parent, reduce your lifestyle, cut yourself to size, pay every month. Every month, go and pay. Struggle. Teach your child. Show your child your pay slip. How much they are taking off your, your salary. I'm paying 3,000. I'm earning 12,000 rand. So I'm taking 25%. I remember I told you my story. When I was calling my parents, my parents, my mother told me, you are not the only child. And you are not, you are not the only person in the house. I was getting 100 rand. 100 rand was paying for the rent. Water, electricity, and then even for food share. You know, we were sharing the food. I mean, hundred, the whole of it, five kilometers to go to school, I had to do it every day. I never had pocket money. This issue of saying, I'll arrive at school and have, unless somebody gives me five rand or ten rand, then I'll have money. But I never had money. Even coming to church to give an offering, it was a serious prayer. Because even the money was not even given to me. It was paid directly. To the, to the landlord to say this is the money for food and everything else. I'm asking somebody. Yeah. So, uh, make up your mind. This is what I want. If you are a student, be a student this year. Don't be a student who's gallivanting, trying to be too many things. 
Focus on your work and God will prosper you. Hallelujah. Number four. You shall, uh, okay, sorry. Jesus is the kingdom of God. Unless a man be born again, he will not see the kingdom of heaven. So we fail because there is not a revealed vision or way of life. We fail. We said number four, Jesus is the kingdom of God. We fail because there is not revealed vision or way of life. Most of the people are copying what they see other people do. I've seen people at the shops, they put a table there for loans outside, to loan, to buy clothes. If you are still having a store card, and you are still doing buying power, you are far from liberation. Clothes are free today. Imagine somebody Tell your neighbor, clothes are free. Nobody in our church should have a clothing account. Nobody. The clothes are the same everywhere you go. You go to Chinatown, you'll find a suit that they call uh, a very expensive suit. The same card, the same everything. It might be maybe different of quality, but literally everybody else can have something to put on. Am I talking to somebody? Just pray that God will give you an eyesight to select very clothes that sits well on you. It's not how much they cost this. Can they really sit well on you? Some people are dressing very expensively but we can't even see. Somebody has to tell you, you know, the, the shoe. You know, this shoe. This shoe. <laughs> it's crocodile. <laughs> Do you really have to tell us? Do you really have to tell us? No, you don't have to. In essence, I was offended I bought a 4x4 four four many years ago, first time. And after I bought the 4x4, four, four four, I found somebody making a commentary on the magazine about people driving 4x4. Four four. And he says, most of the people, which is not true, says most of the people who are driving 4x4, four four, they've got low self-image, so they feel very good. You know, 4x4 four four makes you to sit slightly higher. than. He says, that's why you'll find all these young women, small bodies in these big cars, because they feel when they're in the car, they are the most powerful person. So I laughed. I said, hey, I just bought the 4x4 four four and they mean I'm, I have, uh, I wanted the seven-seater so I didn't have much chance. But my, my, my challenge to you is we fail because we have no revealed uh, vision or a way of life. We don't know how to live, therefore we, we follow. There is a, a burning vision here in the church and I'll say let us come and build the house of God. First Samuel chapter 3. Verse 1, it says, Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. So my, my challenge to you, or there's a possibility that your previous failures might have been because you always worked and pursued your individual goals. Let me repeat it. Maybe your previous failures might be because you always worked and pursued your individual goals. You remember those who forget. Yeah. Some people, when they do well, I always say to the young men, you are fine for as long as you don't have money. Yeah, you are in church because you are broke. (laughs) 
when you, when, when you start to hear people being critical, you should understand that sometimes it's because they've started to eat bread with margarine. You know, all along, there was nothing. You know, some of us, when we grew up, our breakfast was pap. I know you will, you will not understand. We used to have breakfast. We make tea and we eat pap, cold pap, sleep over pap. Today you throw the bread away. When my children are throwing bread away, I say, in my world, this never existed. Bread never had an expiry date, not where I come from. And so I always tell them, this expiry date thing is not true. Because for years, we've been eating uh, this dried bread. We've been eating it. Our parents will dry it wherever they were working in the cities. And then three months down the line, the bread will be sent in boxes. We'll get pieces of meat that the white man has beat. Yeah, I am today. Yeah, and when you, when you look into that box, those are the things you are looking for. You wish ice cream could be dried up as well, so that you could, you could have something up for yourself. Am I to somebody? So, failure, your previous failures might have been because you became so individual that you forgot. Most marriages fail because people are individual. May the Lord have mercy. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 17. So come, let us build the house of God. Don't forget, we said the vision is already given. Visualization. If you cannot see it, it will not be. If you can't see it, it will not be. Why people divorce? They don't see themselves with their spouse. They'll tell you it's, this thing is broken beyond repair. You say, what? That's not true. It's just that you have developed other interests. You have found a young man, a young woman, a young, a young husband. Who knows? You are the only one who knows. For your heart to move, we move it. Uh, Nehemiah 2.17 says, then, then he said to them, you see the distress that we are in. Part of the pain and the hardship that we are in we cost it ourselves. It says, how Jerusalem lies in waste, its gates are bent with fire. So he says, come, let us build the walls of Jerusalem that we may no longer be a reproach. We, we always see Africans crossing the Mediterranean Sea going to Europe. They desire to see the manifestation or they want to participate in the great life they see elsewhere because where we are, Everything has been bent and destroyed. You want the great South Africa change? Don't try and change other people. We, we can say other people are corrupt, but the most corrupt is an individual. We know that our judgment is not correct. I always say, people will say, hang him, kill him. Let it be your child, let's see. If ever you will be the one pushing for others to be hanged when they have done wrong, when they have killed a person, Will you be the one? So the attitude changes when it becomes personal. So take South Africa the same way. As compared to buying things that are stolen, things that are being sold in the black market, make up your mind. This is the decision I'm making. This is the choice I'm making. Even though it hurts, even though it's difficult, even though it is impossible, even though I'm going to lose, I'm making a stance, I'm not going to do these things. I'm not talking to somebody. It says, see the distress that we are in. Part of the failures we have is because we have always looked at ourselves. Everybody has taken care for himself. 
So we have shepherds. I will encourage you, follow your shepherd. You will do well. You will succeed. Jesus is the kingdom of God. Unless a man be born again, he will not see the kingdom of heaven. So we, in, in your resolution, in all that you, you do, I want you to visualize and see yourself all the things that you do working towards uh, the plan of God. All the things that you do working towards the movement with God. Lastly, number five. Visions and dreams are the language of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one. When, when I came to the city many years, 20 years ago, uh, to start Emmanuel Christian churches, um, uh, there is a vision I saw. There's something I saw. And the Lord told me, you have no, no, no influence in the city. Your, your influence is very small. Because I saw a small circle in the heavens. And the Lord says, that's, that's your influence. More like a dot. And he says, the more you labor, the more you work, this influence will grow, will reach to the outer part of the world. And if you look at our vision, it's the same. We herald, we have those trumpets, we are heralding, making Jesus known, and then our circumference having covered the whole earth. So that, that part that covers the whole earth, it comes as a result of consistent and wavering. Don't forget, success is not doing something new. No, no. Success comes by doing the same thing better every time. Did you hear what I said? Success is what? Doing the same thing better every time. You want to be a great husband, you must every day wake up in the morning with the intent, I want to make this woman happy. I want us to achieve the greatest things in life. I want her goals. If your, your target is, may her goals come to pass. She wants to be a medical doctor. Help her. Get the money. Pay her to go to school. When she becomes happy, your goals are being fulfilled as well. Because it, 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 turns, it turns around. That which you sow, you will reap. So the, 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 the success in life is doing the same thing better every time. Con consistently adding a little bit of improvement. And you will see the return. So even with ourselves, if, we are going, if by the end of the year, the things that you say, Lord, I want to see this thing happen in my life, you have to make the decision to add a little bit every day to make a success of it. Amen? So visions and dreams are the language of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, the heavenly language of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the language that God understands. So when we serve the house of God, when we, when we allow our plans, our house, everything, Joshua said it very well. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Job tried every time he brought sacrifices unto God. And this is my challenge to you as well. The power of visualization comes through what you see. What you see, you shall see. Visualize the work of God. See yourselves into, into it and God will prosper you. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 11 it says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Zechariah 4 verse 2 says, and he said to me, what do you see? So I said, I am looking and there is a lampstand of solid gold with bowl on top of it. And on the stand, seven lambs, which seven pipes to the seven. 
So uh, my, my, to the seven lambs, my challenge to you is that unless you see, you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you to see, you won't see. And as the year starts, as the church, I can tell you that things are going to unfold. And as things unfold, don't be the part of the person who sits down and don't see. You know, there are people who say, I don't see myself in what you are talking about. And part of it, their inability to see themselves is because already they've put themselves in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an arrow, narrow way to say this is the only thing I can do. There is more that you can do. And I want to believe God has a good plan for your life, a plan to prosper you, not to harm you. And as we enter as a church, uh, I want to encourage you that we have great things. One, tomorrow we start with our prayer and fasting. It's a journey in itself. Prayer and fasting is a journey. It takes intent. This year we are doing it slightly different. We are doing prayer and fasting different. We are starting tomorrow in the morning. We come here at 6 in the evening. We pray. 8 o'clock we finish. But when we go home we don't eat. Hallelujah. Yes, when we go home, we don't eat. No. We eat the following day in the morning. We, doing, we are doing a proper fast. It's a full 24 hour. We, we will eat the following day in the morning between 6 and 8. You can eat as much. Oh. You realize we, 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 we got hold of you. Yes. So, with the prayer and fasting, we don't break at night. We pray. Through, and already the prayer points are there, isn't it? We'll try and post some of the prayer points on the, on the WhatsApp groups and so forth. We will pray the whole day. At night, we come, we pray, we finish. You go home, you sleep. By one, two, three, you will be awake. You take that time to pray again. You take your bath or shower if you do. And then 6 o'clock, I know your food will be, you'll be sitting like this waiting for one minute or 6 o'clock and then you go and eat. Between 6 and 8, uh, you eat and finish and you are free. Amen? That's how we are going to do it. Is that fine? You remember how Bafana Bafana were beaten by Egyptians? And the Egyptians were fasting. You remember? They've beaten us while they were fasting. It's a similar fast we are talking about. May the Lord have mercy. May the Lord have mercy. Okay, uh, can we bow our heads together as we pray? I want you to pray for yourself. I don't know what resolution, what is it that you visualize. I want you to visualize your life. Maybe you are a young woman, you want to go to school. So far, when you look at yourself, you are wondering, will I make it? Is there money? There's no resource, whatever. Whatever that seems to be impossible is possible. So, it's possible. You might look at yourself as a young man and say, you know, I've wanted to start my business this year, and things don't seem to be right. Visualize. Start to see it. That which you see, if you allow yourself, how will that in itself advance the course of the great work that God is doing? I want to challenge you to see it. Maybe you look at your life. Maybe it's even too far for you to visualize 
because you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want to challenge you today. In the book of John 10, 10, Jesus says, Satan has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. You can have an abundant life if you commit yourself to the Lord. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. I want to pray together with you. If you are here today, you say, Pastor, I want to make right. I want to turn. I've made one resolution that I will serve the Lord. But I have not given my life to the Lord. I have not surrendered my life to Jesus. I am not born again. I want to pray together with you. If you are here today, you say, I want the first point, the first decision that I've made is to love Jesus, to give my life to Him. So if you are here today, say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. Just lift up your hand wherever you are seated and we'll pray together. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. God bless you, my sister. I see your hand. Is there somebody else? I'm making a turning point for my life. First Sunday, as the year starts, I want my life to be the first one. I want to see the great things of God in my life. Firstly, I'm giving my life. Is there somebody else? A hand has gone up. What about you? I want Jesus in my life. I want to be in the Father, you can't see. Say, I'm not going to